Hello and welcome to the Widow Podcast. I am your host, Karen Sutton, the Widow Coach. I am a widow, a mum, a health coach, a life coach and grief coach. I want to help you see that you really can create something truly meaningful after loss. You have everything you need within you and I want to help you find it so you can see how capable and amazing you really are. Helping you find a more positive way through your grief. Hello and welcome back to the Widow Podcast. Today I want to talk to you about feelings that show up in grief. There's a lot of them and they are overwhelming, they are confusing and they can lead us to feeling very uncomfortable with what shows up for us. Um, And in that we can box things up, push them away ignore them because we don't know if they're they're normal we don't know if they're common we think we're a bad person for how we're feeling and we we kind of layer these feelings with with more negative thoughts around them we judge them we criticize them and we create shame around them now All feelings are important and they are all necessary in order to to experience each and every one of them. And grief is a classic example because without love, there would be no grief. Without happy, there would be no sad. And, you know, we have to balance it out. I personally believe that um, life does have a wonderful way of being more beautiful than tragic, but that doesn't help us in our challenging moments. So it's an important part of our, our human experience and they are all necessary and they are all valid they add value to our lives. And like I say, we, we need them to, to experience each other. And often I think we, we look at feelings as problems and we look at them as problems to be solved. And they aren't. They are an experience to be allowed. It's learning to let them in. It's learning to let be what is, what is showing up for you without trying to solve it, without trying to push it away or maybe distract ourselves in in unhealthy ways, which we're all very good at, right? Um, I know I certainly was um, picked up a a few unhealthy coping mechanisms, Um, but, you know, you do what you've got to do, don't you, at the time? And I didn't know then what I know now, and it's, it's, understanding that you have to meet yourself where you are and even by being here and listening to this you're showing up for yourself you're learning about what's going on for you and that is a wonderful gift you are giving yourself so you know well done well done you so feelings where do they come from they essentially come from our thoughts They are a vibration, an energy in our body. They are a a chemical reaction to the thoughts that we have. You've probably heard me talking before about how our thoughts determine our feelings. 
Our feelings determine our behaviors and our behaviors ultimately determine the, the, the life that we have, the, the choices that we make, the things that we do and what that looks like. So, you know, it's, it's very important with a lot of things in life that we start with our thoughts, what's going on in our heads, usually quite a lot. <laughs> but, you know, we are all going to have different thoughts and different feelings, and we are going to see things from a different perspective based on our, you know, our own story, our own experiences and, and who we are. And we can both experience a very similar situation but we will we will think of it in a very different way and ultimately feel very differently about it and it's important to remember that you know when you are with family friends loved ones other widows even you know sometimes you can think well they're doing it differently they're, they're thinking differently and as much as you know we do experience similar losses we will all go through it in a very different way and we will all feel very differently and what's important, I think, one of the, the, the biggest learnings, I think, that I've had in my journey is understanding that all feelings are valid, but also understanding that it's not necessary to label feelings as positive or negative. They just are. And by labeling something as a, as a negative feeling, that suggests that it is bad. And sometimes that leads us to creating shame around what we're feeling. And it's, it's not the case, you know, it's, it's kind of learning not to judge or criticize what is showing up for us and letting it in, exploring it, be curious about it. Where does it come from? Why, why is it there? You know, they're often a signpost. They're a signpost to something that's going on for you, something that needs some of your attention, that, need, that needs tending to. It can be an old wound that's showing up, that's crying out for a little bit of love, a little bit of TLC that maybe you've just boxed up and put away for too long. Our feelings don't go anywhere. And, you know, we have to, we have to feel them to release them. You can't heal what you don't feel. And, and I think sometimes we believe that by putting it away, ignoring it, distracting ourselves from it, not facing it, it will disappear. And, you know, I, I kind of, I talk about the, the river of grief and how we have to learn to, to travel the, the river of grief. And I think sometimes what we try and do is, is build a dam so we're building a dam so that we're blocking the water from flowing. You know, it's, it's like, no, nope, had enough. I don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm going to build this dam. And we build this dam and it holds the water back. And it's, it's like, oh, yeah, I can breathe. It's all good. It's quiet. It's not bothering me anymore. Eventually, all that water on the other side of the dam is going to build up and it's going to build up and the pressure is going to increase and the strength is going to increase. And eventually the dam is going to burst. And it is going to create havoc with your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, everything. It is going to affect everything. And, 
you, you know, you may have bought yourself a moment's peace by building the dam, but it will come back. They will find you and they will show up in places you don't want them to show up and you will suffer. And it's learning to accept everything, absolutely everything, all the feelings. They just are. You don't need to layer them with more judgment, criticism, you know, diminish them, push them away, ignore them, invalidate them, whatever it is that, you know, you like to do to help you deal with it. Um, Let it in. Sit with it. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's fun. I know it hurts like hell. But it is part of your journey. And by allowing them in, by feeling them, that will take you to your healing. And it is so true. I think a lot of the time in in our grief, we have an idea. We have an idea of what grief looks like, how it's going to show up. We've we've read the books. We've seen the movies. um, We, you know, we've seen someone go through it and Around that, we have created um, a, a reality of what we believe loss, grief looks like. And then we're thrown into this world of devastation, despair, heartache. And a lot of things show up for us in places that we never knew and feelings that make us feel deeply uncomfortable because we think they, they define us. We think we're bad people because we're feeling those feelings. But this often isn't the case. You know, it doesn't show up how you think it's going to show up. You're not a bad person for feeling what you're feeling. Everyone else would have felt it too. Not everyone wants to or is able to share their truth and what's going on for them. And that's okay. But obviously, you know, we don't like to broadcast how we're feeling about things because it can make us sound mean or, or, you know, like we don't care or we don't love someone or we wish bad on people. And of course we don't, of course we don't. That's, that's not what it is. It's just something is showing up for us and it's telling us something and it just needs our attention. So I just wanted to talk through a couple of the feelings that might show up for you. Obviously I can't go through everything. We'd be here for hours. (laughs) Um, but some of the bigger ones, some of the more important ones that, that may have shown up, they may not have done, they might in the future, they might not. Um, but just to normalize it a little bit, to, to give it a voice, I suppose, and just say, it's okay. You don't need to pack it up and push it away. You can let it in. It doesn't define you. So the first one I'd like to talk about is feeling numb. And sometimes we we disconnect from our feelings in order to survive because they're just, they're too heavy. They're too painful. They're too much. It's too distressing. And that's okay. Being numb doesn't mean that you don't care, that you don't love, that you don't grieve, that you're not doing it properly. Being numb is your, your body's own protection mechanism. It allows you to pace what it is you need to go through at a speed 
that feels good for you at a, at a, a speed that allows you to process what you need to process when you can process it, and then you can take the next step. You can deal with the next thing. But often we can't take it all on at once, especially when there has been multiple losses um, that may have been in the same incident. But, you know, I have a lot of clients whose husband died and then three months later that one of their parents died um, or, or a, a friend died. And, you know, sometimes people have multiple losses in a very short space of time. We can't take all that on. You, you cannot process multiple losses all at once. You just can't. So, so we have to protect ourselves. We have to pace ourselves and just let it in as and when we are able to deal with that. Because it's a lot and it's heavy. So it will come and you will deal with it as and when you are able to deal with it. But being numb doesn't mean you don't care. Being numb doesn't mean you don't feel it. Being numb doesn't mean anything. Your body is just doing what it needs to do and it's letting in what it can let in at any particular time to allow you to deal with this at your own pace. Denial also helps us pace our feelings and, and sometimes you know we can push things to one side and just deny it. It's there or it's happening. Again, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's finding a balance with these things, isn't it? And it's, it's letting things in at an appropriate time for an appropriate length of time. Um, you know, I, I heard somebody talk about like their kids and, and sometimes you, you want to just send them to their room because you just want them out of your hair. <laughs> you want a little bit of space to so send them upstairs but you're not going to lock the door and keep them in there forever. You want them to come out at some point <laughs> and spend some time with you and, and interact. Same with our feelings. You know, sometimes we can lock them up and push them away. Sometimes you've got to let them out. We've, we've got to let them in. We've got to spend some time with them, you know? So just it's finding that balance. I don't mean 50, 50. I mean, whatever works for you, this is your way, right? Nobody else's. Another one is feeling stuck. And I say this so much, but there is no timeline in grief. There is no right or wrong in it. And it is accepting that you are where you are, that you're exactly where you need to be in that moment. And often when we feel stuck, it's because we have an expectation that we should be somewhere else at that moment in time that maybe we aren't quite as far down the road as we think we should be. It might be that we're feeling things we don't want to be feeling, therefore I'm stuck. I should be feeling something else by now. You know, I, I should be better. I should be over it. I should be healed. I, I shouldn't be so sad. All of this, you, you know. Um, so just meet yourself where you are. Just say to yourself, what do I need? What do I need right here and now for where I am, for what I'm feeling? I'm not doing this wrong. I don't need to be anywhere else than where I am. And this is it. This is my grief journey. So what can I do to help me? By allowing the feelings in, by learning to sit with them, that will create motion and that will get you moving. But if you're holding them all back and holding them all in place, it will keep you in a certain place. Because remember, we have to 
We have to feel in order to heal. So if you're feeling stuck, maybe you need to spend some time with with your, I don't say you need to, I would invite you to spend some time with your thoughts, with your feelings and see what comes up for you. But if you already do that and you're feeling like you're stuck, are you thinking you should be somewhere different in your grieving journey right now? Are you setting unrealistic expectations on yourself? Are you meeting yourself where you're at? Another one is anger. And an interesting one about anger is that often underneath the anger is fear. Fear of the future, fear of being alone, fear of your feelings. So much we fear. And sometimes it's worth exploring our anger. Now, when Simon died, I always assumed that when you became angry in grief, you became angry with your person that had died. And I never, ever, and still haven't ever to this day, felt angry towards Simon. I have, however, felt angry towards family and friends. And, you know, often for no particular reason, maybe something they've said, um, something that's triggered me, um, I've often felt a lot of frustration around being on my own and having to do everything for myself. You know, maybe that was fear. Maybe that was fear that that was it. That was my life. And that was how it was going to be forever. But it's just, again, it's important to spend some time with it, to talk about it, to find a healthy release. Okay. And knowing that your anger may show up in many different ways and in many different forms and, and towards people or things or situations that, you're not really quite sure what it's about. Um, and again, maybe that's inviting you to, to explore something that's going on for you. And it, it feels like it's showing up in anger, but it, it might be something else. Um, but you're not going to stay angry forever. You may remember that anything that you're feeling, anything that you're going through, it is not permanent. You know, I think we have this fear that you know, what we're going through, how we're feeling, um, what's going on for us is is permanent. And, and that's going to be our life and that we're going to end up being an angry, bitter, resentful widow. Um, but it's not. And, and we, we have to learn to process these emotions, to let them be, to meet ourselves where we're at and, and say, it's OK. It's OK. I'm allowed to be angry. You know, you've, you've earned that place in the world. You just don't want to stay there. Relief. It can feel very out of place in grief, especially when you've had um, a loss through a, a, a terminal illness. And it can be hard to separate the loss from the relief, especially if it's been a short illness. So, I, you know, in this it is so important to understand that it's okay, it's allowed, and it is very, very common. So many people feel a sense of relief when a loved one dies because it's an end to the suffering. And it's important to remember that it is the suffering that you want to end, not the life. Being relieved that the suffering is over does not mean that you're glad your person died. And it's really important to, to sort of differentiate between the two, really important. And also to understand that without relief, there would still be great suffering. 
And nobody wants that. And it's okay to say, I feel relieved. I feel relieved he's no longer suffering. I feel relieved that I no longer have to do the things that I was doing. You know, when you when you marry someone and you say in sickness and in health, yes, you're promising to look after them in sickness, but the things you end up having to do, you, you didn't specifically sign up for that. You know, I mean, if there's some of the things you have to do for people when they're dying, they're not nice. They are not nice things. And, you know, understanding that you don't have to do that anymore brings a sense of relief. You get a bit of your time back. Doesn't mean you're glad they're dead. Just means you don't have to do those things anymore because they weren't nice. They weren't nice for anyone. So sit with it, explore it, you know, be curious about it. What exactly are you relieved about? Does being relieved about this mean that you're glad about that? No. You know, remember, two things can be true. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Jealousy. Jealousy is big. I never expected jealousy to show up for me and it showed up a lot and it made me deeply, deeply uncomfortable because when I felt jealous, I thought, does that mean I I want them to be going through this? And of course it didn't. Of course it didn't, you know, and I was, I was jealous of friends and family. I was jealous of pictures on social media. I was jealous of people that I was seeing out and about. It was horrible. And, and it, it was so uncomfortable for me. I hated myself. I hated myself for the feelings that I was having. And again, I just tried to push them away. I didn't talk about them an awful lot until eventually I did with my counselor because they were eating me up. But again, it's so common. You know, your friend comes around and they sit with you and you pour your heart out and you're crying and it's horrible. And then, you know, they're like, well, I've got to go. I've got to go. I've got to cook dinner for my husband and my kids. And just in that, you just, you just brings up all this jealousy and this resentment and bitterness. And you're like, oh, great, great. So now you go home to your normal life and I'm left here. <laughs> um, maybe a bit of anger in there as well. Um, but that doesn't mean that you wish bad on people. It doesn't mean that you don't appreciate their help. It just means that you miss your person. And that's okay. That's your grief showing up for you. It means that you want what you had. You didn't want it to go. Um, but it hasn't. It's gone and, and you have to deal with it. And, and that's a lot. But, you know, especially, it's, I think it's important to remember, when we see people out and about, um, and I had, to, I had to spend a lot of time sort of working on this. And we we look at other people and we make a, a, an assumption, a judgment on their lives. And we look at them and we think, oh, great, you know, it's all right for you, isn't it? Living your best life with your husband and your kids and, you know, whoever it is you've lost in your life and you see people with that in theirs, it conjures up all these negative, negative feelings in us. Um And it's uncomfortable, but we don't know anything about their lives. We don't know what they've been through. We don't know their story. And they're not out there trying to make you jealous. Um, and, And again, I think we can spend some time just understanding that we were once that person and probably will be again someday, you know, and I'm sure that I go out now with Andy and the, and the girls and people look at us and think, look at them, look at them in their perfect life, you know, 
it's not fair. Why can't I have that? They have no idea. They have no idea what my story is, what Andy's story is, what the girl's story is, what our life is like now. You see a snapshot of someone's life and you, and you make an assumption on it without really knowing what's going on. And, you know, it's it's just, I think it helps. It certainly helps me when I feel like I'm going down that path, which I don't do anymore, really, um, to understand that we know very little. We don't, we, we don't know what's going on for those people in their lives. They may not have what we think they have. Um, but, you know, it's allowed. You're allowed to be angry and disappointed about the unfairness of life. Of course you are. Of course you are. Because it is so bitterly unfair at times. Allow that in. Sit with us. Sit with it. I guess you just don't want to stay there you know, and that's why sometimes it's helpful to just understand how you can shift your focus, think of things in a different way so that you you don't maybe make the judgments and assumptions that that you're making when you see people. Um, But also, you know, with family and friends, be honest, say to them how you're feeling, say how it's showing up for you. You know, they'll understand it's, it's good. It's good to share these things. Because like I say, you know, you, you've got to feel it. You've got to let it out because that will take you to your healing. Opposing feelings. You can have two opposing views and hold them together. And I was kind of talking about this in, in relief, you know, and understanding that, you know, you, you want the, the suffering to end, not, not the life. And, and that they're kind of two opposing views, I suppose. Um, and and that, that's okay. Two things can be true um much like grieving a partner that you weren't happy with you know maybe you were going through a separation or maybe you were going through a really tricky time and you didn't know if you wanted to be with them anymore there may have been problems with addiction or mental health issues um all sorts that had maybe driven a wedge between you and you're still going to grieve that person you're still going to be desperately sad even though there were parts of them that that you didn't love maybe anymore or you didn't didn't like very much. And, you know, understanding we don't have to grieve the ugly parts of someone, but there's a lot there that was good that we do want to grieve. And again, just remembering not to, to judge our feelings, let them be messy and complicated, express them all. You know, it's important and it's meaningful Two things can be true. You know, it doesn't all have to fit neatly into one box, into one way of being. You can have opposing, opposing feelings, opposing views, and you can sit with them and they can both or they can all be true. And that's okay. Again, meet it where you're at. And finally, sadness. It's an obvious one, but it's one we often try to box away because we don't want to be a burden and we don't want to be the miserable one. You know, we don't want to be the the, the grieving widow for the rest of our lives. That everyone avoids because we're feeling sad. And it's a big, big feeling. It's a big emotion. And God, do we ever try and hide it? You know, you hold in the tears and put a smile on your face and it's just, you feel so empty and so sad inside and there's this void, but you just think, oh, to get on with it, just get on with life. Be sad, 
throw yourself into the sadness, play the sad songs, you know, watch the sad movie, look at the photos, whatever it is that, that takes you there, let it take you there. Cry your heart out, let it out. You're not going to stay there forever. You're not going to feel sad permanently for the rest of your life. Let it come out, let it be, and stop kind of thinking that you're miserable, that, you know, nobody wants to be with you, that you're a burden to others, that you're boring. None of those things are true in any way, shape or form. You have just been through a huge loss. And of course, you're going to be sad. You're going to be sad for a very long time. And you've got to find ways of of letting, letting this out. And I think it's just worth mentioning, actually, that um, joy, joy can also show up for you. You will have moments of joy when you least expect it. You really will. Sometimes you'll find it days, weeks after your loved one's died. Sometimes you find find it at the funeral, you you know. Um, We find it in moments and we're very quick to stop ourselves and go, no, 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 no. That's not allowed. That's disrespectful. I shouldn't be having fun. Let the joy in. It will show up for you, but you've got to be open to it. And it's okay. It doesn't diminish anything. It doesn't take anything away from you. It doesn't mean that you're fixed. It doesn't mean that you're healed. It doesn't mean that you no longer love them, that you've moved on with your life, that you're a bad person, disrespectful. It just doesn't mean anything. Let's stop placing meaning on things that aren't there. Let's just be in whatever we're in, whether that's an emotion that lifts you up or an emotion that brings you down a little, doesn't matter. Everything is okay. Meet yourself where you're at. Let be whatever is. Move through it. And, and you will. And the, 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 they will come. They will pass. They will go. Something else will come. It will pass. It will go. You know, I often think of the sky. I think the sky is just a lovely way of thinking about it. And the clouds are your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. And they're going to come and they're going to go. And sometimes there's going to be a thick cloud, gray, heavy cloud, and it's going to feel very heavy. And you're not going to see a lot of blue sky. Other days, you're going to have some little wispy bits of cloud that just float in and out. And and other days, there's going to be bigger clouds, you know, that that come and pass. But what essentially, when you're the sky and you think of all these things as clouds, it changes and it comes and it goes. And sometimes they're white and fluffy. Sometimes they're dark and heavy. Sometimes they, you know, there's torrential rain that comes from them. Sometimes it's just a bright, sunny day. But just let it all do what it's got to do. Don't try and build that dam. And try and block things. It's a process and and we have to learn to to go through it, to be curious about everything, let it all in. Because remember, what you resist persists. And it's just so true. It doesn't go away. I shall leave that with you. I hope some of that helps, resonates, makes you feel a little bit more normal, whatever normal is, but understand actually that whatever you're feeling is common. 
You're not on your own. We have all been there. And there are many, many other feelings as well. But the same thing goes, the same thing goes for anything that shows up for you. Let it be, let it in, sit with it, explore it. Because in that, in that feeling is your healing. And it just will keep taking you down that river. It really will. Thanks again for listening. I'm sending you all lots of love as always. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. so much for listening today on the widow podcast if you would like to find out more about how i can help you please visit my website www.karensutton.co.uk i would love to help you find your way forward to a brighter future so get in touch let's have a conversation and let's help you take back control and find a more positive way through your grief I look forward to hearing from you.